0: welcome to the podcast dedicated to getting you mission ready for life by helping you find a little clarity a little help ironing your cape which is your character your alignment your purpose and energy this show is also designed to give you a little bit more tlc some technology leadership and culture to help you along the way so if you've been looking for any of those things you've come to the right place these are the topics we cover and this is how we get you mission ready for life I'm Nicholas McGill, your host and Chief Experience Officer for Heroic Media, and this is your brain on Episode 20 of the Heroic Hour Podcast. It sounds a little something like this. Happy 2017, everyone. I am psyched for the year and we are set up to make it the biggest and best yet. I hope you are as well. And before we resume your regular scheduled podcast content, uh, I originally intended to get into talking about uh, alignment of vision, strategy, goals, and and, uh, setting up plans and tactics. But in light of some recent events, I felt it important to cover something else a little different for this episode. Before we get started here, I just want to share with you and, and ask you one favor. Give us a review on, on however you're listening, whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. If it's iTunes, give us a review of this, this podcast. Let me know how I'm doing, good, bad, or in between. Or if you're listening via SoundCloud or Google Play, whatever it is, give us a review. Send me some feedback. Let me know how I'm doing. And uh, check us out online over at getheroic.com. That's G E T H E R O I K.com because we spell heroic with. K as in kick ass. So go on over to GetHeroic.com. It's back online, thank God. We'll get into that. Uh, and connect with me. Reach out. Alright? So on this tech episode, I'm gonna hook you up with a force multiplier. A little knowledge and insight and recommendations for some tools that you should be using at the foundation of your web presence um, that will give you a killer edge over your competition. And I'm also going to share a story that will help many of you understand um, the digital landscape a little bit better and and how to leverage uh, some of these tools. And I know a lot of you out there are entrepreneurs or you're starting, refining or growing your business. And most of which these days, it's 2017, relies heavily on having a great web presence. um, And that's at the foundation uh, of your, your digital strategy, to say the least. And underneath underneath that, what is often neglected is who we're doing business with as a web host, who your your digital landlord is. Um, and uh, because on top of that, you know, probably most of your websites are probably sitting on top of WordPress, because if you're not a techie or a coder, um, they probably definitely should be on WordPress because that puts you in a good position to, to grow forward, and I'm going to assume that going forward, that, that you're smart enough to know that you should be using that with, like I think it's one-fourth of the, the global web uh, population out there. Um, and uh, So today, I'm going to show you uh, or share with you a story that hopefully will teach you about the importance of having the right foundation, giving you some insights and some tools, and a leg up on the majority of the people who aren't going to have access to this same level of insight that I'm about to share with you. So I'm really hoping this will serve you well. All right, let's get into it. Because over, you know, around the time of the holidays, just recently, man, I went through another round of technical hell over the holiday season, and it stopped me in my tracks. I had to stop uh, my business. It got brought to a halt, and uh, though it was rough... It's part of my job to look at these obstacles as opportunities. It's part of my brand and my character to look at those brick walls and, and to get through them and then share better ways, best ways, or the ways to help you um, get through with less pain and suffering than I did. And I hope you appreciate that. I'm going to share share these secrets, these insights with you that can help you avoid the pains and get the gains from taking some simple steps that are just going to give you a huge killer edge. So, okay. Okay. Anyway, let's get started. So imagine this. Imagine a small fire broke out in your office. Not a big one, a tiny one. Not one that would cause you to panic, but just a tiny one. You knew what to do, and you go to reach for the fire extinguisher, but somebody, somebody is there to stop you. It's your landlord. He slaps your hands down and, and tells you that you can't use that fire extinguisher to put out the fire. Instead, you need to pay him and his buddy to take care of that fire, take care of it now, and uh, prevent future fires as well, all for an ongoing fee, of course. Now imagine that uh, if your office was all of your domains and websites, all of that digital stuff, and the, and the people shaking you down were your web hosts, that digital landlord, and their commercial security partners. And that really is the essence of the new digital shakedown that's going on in, in the cybersecurity world because the web host and the security people are, are doing that shakedown and they're probably splitting the revenue from it 50, 50, right? So everybody's profiting from this. This is the scenario that happened to uh, us over at heroic. Um, we were almost the victims of such a scheme and maybe I'm, not, I, I'm hoping I'm doing a good job of painting that scenario where essentially you go to reach for the tools that, you know, will solve the small problem but you're not allowed to or you're prevented or stopped in some way or hindered in some way from doing it, and then you're being sold on some other bill of goods to allow somebody else to fix it when you're perfectly capable of fixing it yourself. This happened to us over the holidays, and I don't want it to happen to you. And I'm going to go into just a little bit of the details, and we're going to talk a little bit about cybersecurity, and then I'm going to give you some cutting-edge recommendations for what's better, safer, faster, sexier we'll get into all of that. So just before we all went to go drink booze and enjoy family time and unwrap Christmas presents, about mid-December 2016, the heroic community, all of our sites got hacked. Or more specifically, two of them had malware um, get in, but all of our sites got shut down. Not by hackers, mind you, but by our former web host. And uh, I had to divert a lot of attention and a lot of resources away from, obviously, this show and other efforts for weeks to address all of the issues and, and the follow through on the action steps that we ended up taking. And before I describe you know, how we fixed it and addressed it, I think that there's something you should know about cyber attacks, hackers and malware. You know, oh my. Um, because it's not as scary as, as the mainstream media And other folks in the security industries make it out to be, or at least to be more specific, it's not rare. It's not a rare event like a shark attack or something like that, but it's portrayed to be. And so people want to feel targeted by these attacks. And uh, the reality is that, you know, hey, dealing with cyber attacks and malware, whether it's from Russia, China, all over the globe, is incredibly common. It's more common than getting a flat tire. Bots and hackers and, and all the malware floating around out there attempting to access your websites, this all goes on on a daily basis. And most people or, or non-techies at least do not know this, but you need to know this. Because don't buy into the hype, don't get scared. This is a normal, this is as normal as rainfall on a daily basis. It's that common. And usually preventing these issues and fixing these issues is usually as easy as closing your oven to stop an oven fire or using an extinguisher. But the funny thing is, uh, for us at least, something different happened this time around when we were addressing this latest uh, malware attack. Um, instead, in, instead of letting us repair our sites ourselves, which you grow accustomed to doing when you're running your own websites um, because it's like cleaning bugs off your windshield, um, our, our host locked us out of our sites and, and by taking them offline. And then they forced us to have a chat with a third party who they've partnered with to try and sell us their security solution. And normally, I mean, that's okay. I understand. It's part of a business model. They want to upsell and cross-sell things and keep everybody safe and secure. But the reality is what they're really doing is removing all of the easy fire extinguisher options and forcing you to address um, the issue in a more complicated way uh, or hire their guys to do it for an incredible fee. And they want you, the only way to get them to fix the issues now, the hack now, is to pay them for a subscription for an entire year. You have to make a full year commitment to fix what's going on now and uh, and and in the in the future. And so, just how bad is that moment or this this digital shakedown that I'm talking about? It's twelve hundred dollars per year per domain, right? So I want you to think about that. If if you're a savvy business person, you probably own a couple of websites. Um, you know, some for landing pages or seminars or workshops, and then you've got your primary domain. All of those things. So imagine, you know, paying an extra twelve hundred dollars per year per domain. That because it's a hundred dollars a month to fix it now, right, and keep that those sites online. That's incredibly expensive. That's that's highway robbery. That's twelve hundred percent more than what the average small business owner, small website owner, is paying. It's an it's a twelve x increase in the web costs basically so normal event as common as bugs on the windshield happens you're there to fix it to clean your windshield but somebody stops you from doing it it's your digital landlord he's shaking you down they want to get money this is what happened to us and all of this felt very similar to every mob movie or or noir movie you've ever heard of or watched um because it's it's a lot like an enforcer and his buddy shake down some business owner to pay protection money for the health of his kneecaps. It's really similar because you know, you know, the host and security service provider are commercial partners and they split the profits when um, they sell somebody these security services. Every time a bug hits the windshield, boom, that's a moment of intervention where they're gonna hit you up to pay the protection money, right? That's what's going on now. It's incredibly common, and I know a lot of people who are not nearly as tech-savvy as I am are going to fall for it and be the victims of what I think is just kind of a highway robbery price. But the real problem here is it's not quite like bugs on a windshield because if you allow it to sit and fester, just like a small fire, it's going to get bigger. So the clock's ticking, and everybody involved in this little hustle, they know it. And the pressure's on. And if you are not technically savvy, you're going to feel vulnerable, scared, maybe panicking. And you're way more likely to pay up than um, to find an alternate route. And this is a huge new thing that's going to affect so many people as we move forward into 2017. And I want you to know about it. Now, I also want you to remember that these hacks and all of these attempts, they're super, super common. Malware is, is like raindrops, right? This stuff happens on a regular basis. It's a normal event. And the reality is, the problem is with the attitude of the web hosts, because, you know, they're basically operating, many of them, including our previous web host, are, are running like digital slumlords. They don't want, you know, it's it's not so hard to make a buck in the hosting business, but they just don't want to pony up the dough to deploy this, the uh, best practices uh, to keep their servers secure, to keep their customers safe and secure. Um, and they have... You know, and they want to keep all of their servers full. They want to maximize the accounts that they have in because that's how they make money. But they're not staying up to code. And then, you know when a fire breaks out because everything's not up to code, well, they're charging everybody a fee for that. So they're not incentivized to fix it either. So this is where it gets more interesting because it's not just you know one host we're talking about. This one host who who uh, did this this kind of digital shakedown, is a subsidiary of a major company that owns over 60 other hosts whose names you'd probably recognize and you might be doing business with right now. That's something that most people don't know when they switch from one host to another, hoping they escape, you know, one digital slumlord, right? For example, um, an example of ownership at least is EIG, who owns Bluehosts, uh also owns Hostgator and like 50 others. Now, you know, you can think of you know what what is what do I mean when I say uh, a digital slumlord? Well, think of a low end Walmart product, with uh, where you have your website, you know, probably a WordPress website that that has limited uh, uh, memory capacity that affects how many plugins you can run, how fast the site loads, and how many people get to see it. It's like Walmart, uh, a Walmart level of product. No offense, Walmart, uh, but with the customer su- customer support quality of comcast right and you'll have that kind of operation um that's what you'll see with the digital slumlords in the first place most people don't know they're they're choosing that because it's where they get started i understand that and when you're coming up from nothing hey you got to start somewhere right so i understand starting there but uh, you need to be aware of how they operate a good way to think about it is to uh you know picture an apartment building in a big city And one person owns all of these these slum apartment complexes in town. Imagine all of the lower end apartment buildings not being up to code and every fire or health hazard is an opportunity to shake down the tenants for more money. The tenants themselves don't know how to lock their doors, so they attract more criminals who go and rob more of the the other apartments um, each and every time a door is left open because it lets them into the entire place, which creates another pressure point. Or even, you know, a higher level of shakedown and protection racket that's going on. So the slumlords keep the front and back doors, you know, to the place unlocked and vulnerable to criminals because they make more money that way, right? Um, You know, do do you think the people making bank off of that kind of a shakedown are incentivized to take care of the tenants or keep things up to code, right? Heck no. Are they deploying best practices to take care of their customers or take care of you or your business and keep you um, going forward? No way, Jose, right? They've found a ra- racket, this new racket, to make crazy cash off the off the backs of the naive, the ignorant, and non-techies. And to me, that's a bullying tactic, and I'm a bully's bully, and I'm there to stand in the way of that, and I don't want anything to do with that. And, and the other problem here is that the authorities, governments, um, whomever you would think you'd call to ask for help, they can't help because they just don't understand uh technology that well and they are you know as ignorant of how the technology works as the people in the slums themselves and but my point here is this is you know would you trust your digital business your foundation your core um to to these digital slum lords heck no you need to get off of them If, if you're paying for cheap hosting right now um you need to go look up who owns that hosting company and if it's a three, you know, like uh, I, I'd be wary uh, of anybody who's trying to sell you any time, any of these things. If you get hacked and you find yourself in that moment of pain where you, f- you know, feel like you're getting shaken down, do not pay the fee. This is just like ransomware in reverse. In fact, it's it's very similar because they'll pull your stuff online, killing the continuity of business. You know the infection's going to get worse as as you uh, continue to figure out, install, and spend time figuring out what you're going to do. And they're basically holding your website's ransom. Now, we don't, they don't call it that. They're trying to uh, protect their other clients and yada yada. And they have liabilities too, which I understand. But the reality is they're asking you to pay 1,200% more, which is outrageous. So, and inherently, the thing here is, is they have a conflict of interest when it comes to keeping their servers secure, um, especially on the shared hosting side, and preventing the malware from spreading from account to account, like roaches and bed bugs in an apartment complex. Because you know, it's not really even a conflict at all when you look at the numbers, right? The average web host probably makes about hundred bucks a year off of a small business owner right, on, on, with one website, they make a minimum of six times that if they did a 50-50 split with that third party they're pushing on everybody. So they make six times more money when you get hacked. So what are they inclined to do? Are they inclined to pre- prevent the hack or the malware from getting there in the first place? Or do they want to make six times the amount of money? You think they're going to lock the doors and windows for you under, under that plan with those kind of incentives? So this is the kind of thing that really—it's a bummer and uh, it sucks—and I I really hope that you don't get took or or um, deal with this and fall for this trick. Um, you know, buyer beware. Um, so what do you do? Where do you go? And this is where we get to the upside of this uh, long story. So when it comes down to it, what we all want and need from you know from a web host from our web presence really, it there's really three things right. Uh, um, fast, secure, and sexy, right? It needs to load fast, be safe, and look really freaking good, right? At the very least, the, the, ho- the web host should know that that's what you want out of your web presence, and they're pouring the cement foundation, so they need to be supportive of those goals because everything is built upon that foundation. So this means you need, you know, horsepower, a bitch bitchin' security system, and not to be weighed down with, with glut and things that just don't work and don't serve or, or add to your speed and efficiency. So I did my own research. I've been in an IT consultant for like a decade and I was a turned pragmatic business person. This is all code for I'm a nerd with people skills who doesn't have time to geek out on the keyboard 24 seven anymore. But so after hours of, of digging and vetting and reviewing the reviews and the reviewers and after two hours of chatting online and, and interviewing candidates, um, I found a hosting provider who was not only cheaper, not only more secure, but also faster, friendlier, uh, and more informed and more knowledgeable about the WordPress environment and, and about the, sec- the uh, security requirements. Their business model is positioned in a different way. So they care about security up front. And I ran a pilot project by moving you know one site over and testing it for speed and stability. And we got... I think 12 times the, the speed right off the bat, even though we were paying a premium with our former host, which is huge. So less money, faster, better, and the most important part from a strategic business uh, perspective, and this, this is the crux of the issue, if you take nothing else away, realize this, is the security requirements for all of this technology it's only going to get it's only going to increase and expand as a business owner as an entrepreneur you're not going to have time to manage this you're going to have to delegate this but you shouldn't have to pay an exorbitant fee to delegate that security layer so you can find a great host pay a reasonable rate and in fact it was actually cheaper to switch to um, this this host that I'll, I'll tell you about in a second um, you can find that great host at a reasonable rate who who owns that security because it's their warehouse, right? It's their apartment building. They care about it. They want to take care of it. You're looking for people who take pride in work and and pride in service. Um, and so here's the answer. You know, we moved our sites, uh, started moving sites to SiteGround. It's faster, more secure. The, the people there are more knowledgeable. They're not a backdoor slumlord. There's no backdoor slumlord uh, uh, pricing schemes. Eight. To fifteen dollars a month, depending on which package you get, with perks galore, and their team will help you do everything. I can't say enough good things about uh, the experience I had with moving everything over. Not everything went smoothly or perfectly, but that wasn't on on them. That was more on um, the complexities of our setup and how many sites we were bringing over. Um, but you, if you know me or have heard this podcast, you know that a I'm a tech geek. Um, and B, I'm a champion of discernment or choosing the great over the good. And I spent hours figuring all of this out and navigating uh, that that part, right? And so I'm telling you, if you're just starting out or if you're thinking about moving or your website is slow or or you find yourself in that moment of vulnerability where you get hacked and you're trying to figure out what to do, this is the perfect moment in time um, to fix things and get on the good foot and get on a great foundation and move over to SiteGround. You know, bar none, one of the best decisions I've made. Uh, There are other things out there, there there perhaps there's a, a few better performers than SiteGround, but these guys are close and you get far more bang for your buck with SiteGround and you're delegating a lot of that security layer so you can have peace of mind without worrying about hey what's the latest in securing a WordPress installation and all of that stuff that tends to, to bog you down you don't need to have another full-time job you need to be focused on your hustle and designing an excellent experience for everybody who's gonna to come to you on the web right because you want it fast secure and sexy because that's what's gonna convert that's what's gonna help aid in your sales it's gonna be supportive of, of the brand you want to represent and show to the world so if you're wondering how this serves you I just described a, technological quicksand in the form of, that, that you can avoid in the form of talking about these digital slumlords and this new business model of waiting for you to get hacked and then shaking you down for protection money, right? And so you need to know that why is this beneficial to you is like oh, how many people, how many of your competitors are, are going to fall for that and stay with it and double down and pay 12x more? I just gave you a force multiplier. Think about it. The competition is going to get slowed down and pay 12 times as much as you could pay. Your dollars, your time are free and liberated to add more to your business, yourself, or those you care about. And number two, you know, you didn't have to hunt for the answer. You didn't have to do all of the hours of research or or beg me or pay me dollars to consult and give my professional opinion about what you should do in the face of that, this moment. I just gave it to you. uh, You know, I just gave you a screaming head start for free. So go do this one thing. Take advantage of this. Move your digital lifestyle over your operations. Move them over to SiteGround. They're a better host. Stay away from the, the digital slum lords. And, you know, I mean, I just gave you the answer. I gave you the solution. This will elevate your brand and separate you from the herd because when it comes down to your web strategy, your sites will be fast, secure, and in a better position to be sexy because you'll have more resources to dedicate to focusing on adding uh, to the sexy factor there. Now, it's worth noting, you know, I don't get paid by SiteGround. They're not a sponsor of the show. I don't, you know, uh, beyond uh, me paying them to do business with them, um, I don't do business with them, but uh, I'm sure there'll be a, an affiliate link or so- something uh, in the show notes. But beyond that, there's no uh, commercial partnership between myself or my company and SiteGround. And that's that's important for you guys to know so you know that I'm not selling you a bill of goods, but I'm speaking from a place of, of firsthand experience. And I just wanted to give you... That edge, and it gives you all of this speed and all of these great features, and you have the horsepower to to uh, um, accommodate the the new features that you'll add. And this is all going on while everybody else is getting pulled over by the digital slum lords. You're you're blazing by like NASCAR, and this is so. This is beyond continuity of business. This is speed. This is power, and that's heroic. So anyway, I hope you appreciate and take advantage of this force multiplier and this uh, firm recommendation for site ground services. I hope you found this episode and these tips and information helpful uh, and and, and um, helping you get ready, uh, get mission ready for your life, your work, your hustle, and what's next. So if you're kicking something off in 2017, you know, have the right foundation, right? All right. I hope you're psyched for 2017. I wanted to share this story with you because I don't want you guys to get to or taken advantage of. Uh, and I want you to use these moments just as we did as an opportunity to slingshot forward well above um, the competition, right? All right, that's all I got. Reach out to me online over at getheroic.com. Our sites are back up, thankfully. I apologize for the fact that they were out, um, but uh, reach out to me. Tell me what you think of, of this episode, the show, the music, me, good, bad, or in between. It's okay, I'd love to connect with you. I want to hear your stories. Have you dealt with this? Let me know. All right, it's time to ramp up that energy and rock out on our little victory lap that I share with you each and every episode. So welcome to 2017, and I'll catch you next time. Welcome to the Hidden Track After Party for episode 20. A few things as a few bonuses here for listening in and, and being a fan. Uh, for WordPress users, uh, and since we're talking about security issues and all this stuff, strongly recommend you take a look at the Loginizer plugin. And what that does is basically will help limit brute force attempts on your uh, to attack and gain access to your, your WordPress uh, website. As well as another good plugin is Clef that's C-L-E-F, which uh, allows you to log in to your WordPress sites using your phone. It's pretty cool. It's got a wavy barcode QR thing that uses the camera on your phone to log in. Um, I love it. Um, SiteGround will deploy it for you um, automatically if you just check uh, a few boxes when you're setting up uh, WordPress. And as you can tell I'm a little less scripted than normal and I want to apologize for the Um, ums and uhs throughout this podcast. If you were playing the ums and uhs drinking game to this episode, please don't operate a vehicle or or heavy farm equipment because you're you're probably pretty plastered. Anyway, that's all I've got. I'm psyched for 2017. I hope you guys have some epic wins. I hope you find these podcasts helping you, um, and I hope you share them with a friend. So, well let's do this one more time. Let's enjoy that. Kick-ass music that I that I enjoy, and I hope you like it well uh, as well. And uh, shoot me an email or contact me, reach out, get on, hit the little instant message app on our website over at getheroic.com, and I'll catch you on the next episode.